Greetings. Welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts. Offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. Happy New Year! As the new year begins, many of us are preparing for a time-honored tradition of listing our resolutions for change during the upcoming months. There seems to be something about beginning a new year that brings out the desire for us to plan some type of change for the way we are choosing to live our lives currently. For example, do we plan to continue on the same path we are currently choosing? Is there a need to consider some changes? Is there a need to consider some change? But we really do not want to go through the work that would be needed to change our life circumstances and move into a different path. Are the changes we consider for us, or are they to meet the expectations that others around us have? As social animals, it can be easy to confuse what we want for ourselves versus what others want us to do to be agreeable and maybe even normal. A foundation of the Power for Positive Living Wellness Psychology Program is our belief that life gives me the opportunity to define and redefine what and who I am, what I know, what I believe, and what I value. I have the free choice to continue in my current path or to consider and evaluate possible changes. One does not need to be in the fields of counseling or education for very long before they discover the large number of people who believe they do not have this opportunity to define who they are or they believe that they are able to change and become what they wish to be. I believe that life is a gift that we are given. Each of us is free to choose what we do with this gift of life. Included in this gift is the power we each have to define ourselves by selecting factors for our own self-image. Although there are plenty of people who are willing and eager to define you and me using their own criteria, I believe it remains our own personal decision as to whom we listen when we make choices that we use to define ourselves to ourselves and to other people. Using our own definitions, we decide who we are as an individual. At any time during our life journey, we also have the power to redecide and make necessary changes. You and I have the choice to listen to other people or seek other sources of knowledge. We choose what we learn and how to use this knowledge in making us the individuals we are or the individuals we wish to be. 
By the time you and I have passed through childhood and adolescence, we have been heavily indoctrinated by society what we should believe about our world and ourselves. Even though it is difficult to resist the input we receive from the important people and institutions in our world, we always retain the power of choice. Whether we continue to believe these society beliefs so freely given by our parents, family, church, school, and employers over our younger years, I believe we are able to retain these gifts from others or we are free to change our perceptions of who we see ourselves to be. This power is ours. I find that our challenge is whether you and I wish to do the intensive and extensive work necessary to explore, confront, and make our own decisions as the basic beliefs we use in living our lives. Within this gift of life, we are given the power to feel. As with other parts of our lives, society spares no effort to have individuals develop feelings that are normal and feelings that will fit into a segment of our specific culture. Like with the areas of knowledge and beliefs, I believe that you and I are free to decide what to do in managing the feelings that life has given to us. Even with this freedom to choose our personal beliefs and management of our feelings, I encourage you to remember that the pressures to be normal and meet the expectations of other people in our world is usually quite intense. In reality, most of us cannot help the way we feel at any particular moment. But we are able to define what those feelings mean to us and how we wish to act or not act on them. You and I are able to structure many situations which tend to encourage or discourage certain feelings as well as to the degree that they are present. We can decide to focus on which feelings make our lives better or worse for us to live a more satisfying lifestyle. Even if we accept the belief that you and I cannot always decide how we feel right now, I believe each of us remains able to control the way we choose to think and act with these feelings. As with other aspects of living, we remain responsible for the choices we make in how we choose to think and act in our daily lives. Unfortunately, there are many people who refuse to accept life's opportunity to decide who they are, what they know, how they feel, or even what they believe. These individuals often prefer to stamp themselves with a big letter V on their forehead and play the psychological game of being a victim in their lifestyle. Playing a professional victim tends to release them from the responsibilities of defining, redefining, and choosing healthy thoughts and actions. I believe we are given this gift of life. How you and I live that gift will be a result of how we each define ourselves through our self-image, as well as the choices we make daily on our own personal thoughts and behaviors. As we begin a new calendar year of life, what choices will you and I make to strengthen our decisions to continue or change our previous decisions?
One way that many choose for ourselves is the creating of New Year's resolutions. Most of us are aware that year after year, the number one position on most American list is the resolution to lose some weight. Socially, we interact with people using food as a facilitator for our gatherings. For a wide range of reasons, many of us not only eat too much food quantity, but also choose to eat food that is not especially healthy, but it may tend to taste good, and believe me, it can easily put on those pounds. For many people, this resolution to lose weight is not only the first on their list to achieve, it usually has been present in previous years. Unfortunately, this resolution is often the first one in which a person does not find success, even if they did have some initial success in previous efforts. They have lost the weight, and they have promptly managed to find ways to regain it. As a resolution, this one tends to have a low success rate for a long-term behavioral change. There are some techniques that may help some to better achieve this or any other resolution on their list. For example, the first question for someone to ask themselves if they really want to lose weight, why and are they ready to make the necessary attitudinal and behavioral changes to support success? We all know persons who have pat answers that have been given year after year and sound very well practiced and they sound so sincere. Challenging the degree and depth of personal motivation is difficult for many of us. It can be difficult to be honest with self, and this frequently can be a lifelong challenge. If one finds that the basis of their resolution is to meet the expectations of others, they usually will experience weaker motivation to achieve. Contrary to the social expectations of our world, not all of us are born to be rich, healthy, beautiful, intelligent, and thin. Even though one would think that this is the way to have eternal happiness. If the resolution on weight loss or any other goal stands alone and is not integrated with other life changes, the chances for success are also weaker. For example, if a weight loss resolution does not include commitments to include exercise, a specific pattern of changing one's eating style and content, not having a support person or group for the tough times, or concrete measures to determine success with accountability, the chances of one succeeding in reaching this goal become more remote. One can also be aware that losing weight may have nothing to do with willpower or motivation. The two previous and well-traveled paths of why many people will tell you they cannot lose weight. There are many persons who take medications that may have a weight gain as a side effect. Based on these premises, one can see their chances of change increase when one is honestly and deeply committed to working for change rather than just wishing that something different would happen. How easy it is to fall into the I wish or if only. We are often challenged with the old concept of honesty versus maturity. Honesty is defined as the ability to tell the truth to other people, while maturity is much more difficult 
because it is defined as the ability to tell the truth to ourselves. Changing our thought patterns and behavior is hard work. I repeat that and stress it with great diligence. Changing our thought patterns, changing our behavior is hard work. It will not happen by magic. It does not happen by wishful thinking. Unfortunately, many people handle their resolutions list as though it were a wish list and that changes in one's life happen through some form of magic. If you do what you've always done, you will get what you've always gotten. Change requires change, and most of us resist change. While I have focused on a resolution which is popular as each new year begins, the dynamics for success and failure with other goals for change in one's life are very similar. Many resolutions for change are like the diet resolution. They fail for the long haul because it is a short-term focus and not a real change of permanent behavior or attitude. To truly work, I believe any resolution that we make tends to focus on the long-term behavior of how you and I choose to live. Until this true integration takes place, I find that we tend to remain short-term focused and can easily slide back to the natural way of behaving, thinking, and feeling. The tendency for many of us is to focus on the immediate gratification of our wants. It is the resolutions list we prepare each January seems to have the same goals on them year after year after year. Without the input of effort and acceptance of personal responsibility to make changes work as an integral part of our total world, we usually go through our lives making the same choices over and over again. As you and I begin a new year, the changes and choices we make for ourselves remain our personal challenge. This is your friend and host, James Hewitt. Thanks for listening to me on this podcast as I share viewpoints from my experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Your positive feedback sent by email is always appreciated. That address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please join me each week as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I encourage you to nurture yourself. Nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.